Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everyone, welcome to our Week 5 podcast. And I say Week 5 because uh, I'm actually going to be out of town this weekend, so we're combining uh, follow-up or wrap-up of Week 4 in with the predictions for Week 5. Yep. So uh, let's get started with uh, how do we do this week. I... Uh, uh, Rode McCaffrey to two victories. Um, surprised I didn't win a third. Um, however, McCaffrey scored more than half of my points, <laughs> uh, which cost me a chance at a third win. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I was the high score in our um, our dynasty league that you and Isaac are in, and yep. Isaac was the second, <laughs> second high highest. score. <laughs> and unfortunately, Isaac played me. Yep, and he left sometimes. Montgomery and and another guy on the bench yeah. well, i think everybody well not everybody but a lot of people left montgomery on their bench because he came off injury and you know didn't expect wasn't him to even do much expecting you know he was questionable up until day of the game and right then 32 carries you yeah. know so. and i actually the the one i did lose in yep. i did play against montgomery yeah. so <laughs> i was you know already down 30 some points um but unfortunately you know my the rest of my team mm-hmm. took a big old poop yep yeah i went zero and three this week oh yeah it was uh uh improvement from my team in that dynasty league that i'm in with with oz um a little higher scoring for me this week uh the other dynasty league that team is just not very good i might have to sell a couple pieces and start thinking about maybe a rebuild for the future um and then in the redraft went into um sunday afternoon up by 30 points and then christian mccaffrey happened (laughs) so uh oz and i were talking and i've talked with uh isaac uh you know um i am not a huge fan of christian mccaffrey just because i've been on the opposite side that people are enjoying right now where i had him number one overall pick both years that he uh those two consecutive years where he kept getting injured um that weird one with the panthers that last year where he was hurt went on ir for four weeks and then came back and then they put him back on ir like that same week or the week after so that it ended a season and all that bs so, that so he he's your with. kryptonite yeah i i have a kryptonite also and it's yeah. called travis kelsey yeah because yeah, i, I was in that same situation yeah. when i draft him he does not you know like like this year if you drafted mm-hmm. him you're waiting for him to come around yep um it seems like every year that I drafted him, that's what he was doing. Yeah. And then last year, I passed on him, and he had a monster season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I feel you. I mean, so. you, you just sometimes that happens, and you know you can't pick a certain guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's move on to our injuries. Uh, first, we've got uh, Buffalo Bills receiver Khalil Shakir. Uh, head injury. He didn't return from the, uh, back to the game, so it could be a concussion i have not heard yeah, anything yet i honestly didn't even know he was in the game you don't see him a whole lot yeah they, they called his name a couple of times yeah. um not often though yep yeah so. i was also driving back from duluth from from a wedding couple of, right we oh, just had the audio playing so by the way congrats nick and yep. ren yep congrats uh, big news they got married this past weekend and yep. Totally happy for them. Yep. So. Uh, next up, we've got T. Higgins, who fractured a rib. He could be out for a while. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. Um, you know that they're painful. Um, if anything, I, he'll be putting that the flak jacket on, and you know, which will hinder his mobility a little yeah. bit. Which completely, you know, he's been completely underutilized to this point. Oh, everybody has. Um, right. I. You know. <laughs> we talked a little bit about it you know what do you do about joe burrow yep in my mind they need to sit him until he's healthy and they need to improve their line as well yeah i mean since he came into the league i mean you saw that was that his rookie year or second year where he destroyed his knee because they couldn't protect him um i can't remember what year it was but you know i mean they just they need to do something there right now that offense is just it's it looks broken 
you know i mean like oh, said, yeah. he's got yeah. no mobility in the pot you know he, he's they're trying to do all the quick passes get the ball out of his hand um as a joe burrow manager it would suck to have him sit for a week or two but also for long term for rest of season that's the best thing that they could do at this point i mean we're only four weeks into the season uh, yeah most most leagues are 13 or 14 regular season games mm-hmm. you still i mean if you're owing four yeah you can, you and you've got burrow you still have a decent chance yep. if if he can you know take some you know take a week and get right yeah i think it would would help uh, but you know it's it's impacting the whole thing yep. jamar chase is about their best player right now mm-hmm. well not even close. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mixon looks looks bad. Yeah. Uh, Higgins looks bad. Boyd looks be- better than Higgins. Yeah. Um, Irv Smith has been a nobody like right. normal, which, you know, there was a little hype around him. So, right. But yeah. Like if T. Higgins sits, um, if Burrow doesn't sit as well, uh, you know, if you have to, uh, you know, a Tyler Boyd obviously steps up. Um, you know, he's always been good when someone one of them's he, been he out, is. but that's also with you know with a decent Burrow. quarterback, you right. know, and Burrow right. he's fully healthy. So that that one will be interesting for the Bengals because they've got actually have a couple tough matchups coming up in the next couple weeks. There's right now looking ahead looks pro- pretty probable that they may just miss playoffs altogether this season. So which it'll, would it'll be, be a big surprise. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up, we've got Javante Williams uh, came back, injured his hip, uh, unknown as to how long he might be out or if he'll be out, yeah. um, which is why we've got uh, a guy on our waiver wire, mm-hmm. the, the guy who backed him up. Then we've got Kenny Pickett, uh, knee injury. Um, I, I guess he really escaped a bad injury. Yeah, it looked pretty nasty in the replay watching it you know kind of twisted up and brought you know one of those spinning tackle kind of things gotcha. you know yeah um yeah so that means trubisky in that uh, to me that feels like a pretty neutral quarterback yeah. situation yeah. i don't think much changes there i mean i think trubisky is a bet a better down the field passer so you know uh i guess we haven't you know because he's been on ir or pup uh, ir um when is deontay johnson getting back i can't, I can't remember oh he got injured like, in week one like week one so like so he five, went on ir so, so he can't maybe. come back until after after the fifth yeah week, okay so yeah so it sounds about right yeah so you know maybe uh if with trubisky in there you know well DFS, uh, what i heard though know, is uh um pickett could practice could practice tomorrow yeah interesting so they don't know right now Mm -hmm. what's going on so interesting it's hard to say next up pat fryermuth uh hamstring injury unknown how long you know those those hamstrings depending upon how badly he tweaked it or pulled it could go on for a few weeks yep maybe sitting don't know just and i'm not i'm not saying he's sitting just want to you know, pay attention mm-hmm. to that if he's if you're an owner of his. Yep. Same thing with Mike Evans. Um, pulled a hammy. Um, he, uh, unknown here. I saw he got an MRI today just to make sure. Sounded like it was pretty minor. I'm a Mike Evans owner um, or manager. Um, luckily, they have their bye week this week, so it gives him plenty of time to rest and heal. You know, because we know history with mike evans and hammies and ankles you know they yeah. kind of linger with him they tend to linger with uh with evans so um hopefully he gets plenty of rest and like we said it's it's a minor hamstring um so you're calling him soft is what you're doing yeah <laughs> i mean but he's been an amazing value oh yeah so yeah, far this yeah. year yep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not complaining but i just i like i said it's it, it is Sucks that it happened, but it is fortunate that it is their bye week, right. so he has plenty of time to heal and, and rest Ho- up. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yes. Uh, last on the list is Jahan Dotson, uh, ankle injury, unknown as to how long he might be out. Um, there were other minor injuries that mm-hmm. occurred during the games. Uh, people went out, came back in. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams was out for a little while. Um, there were others, but uh, yeah. these are the ones that are potentially um, causing people to miss yeah. some time. I think I, I believe Dotson left and then came back. 
Um, and he ended up with nine targets and a, a touchdown, but it was late in the game for him to amass his numbers because he, I, I had picked him up as like a bench stash for this week with the bye weeks. So I got Amari Cooper and Mike Evans um, on bye. So, you know, two of my receivers and my bench was full of running backs, you know, potential, <laughs> you know, filler running backs. So um, while we're so, on that, do you know yeah. the four teams? It's Cleveland. It's Tampa, Tampa, it's Seattle, and then I cannot think of okay. who the other one is. I, I, I yes. didn't write it down, and I should have. Yeah. Um, now that we're in Dubai's, I com- it completely, yeah, you know. Here, I'll take a quick okay. peek. So if you want, we can so, roll into our. Yep, let's move into our studs. Uh, first stud is none other than Christian McCaffrey, plus 24.59 points. He caught seven of eight targets for 71 yards and a touchdown. He had 20 rushes for 106 yards and three more touchdowns. He leads fantasy football in scoring. Um, <laughs> you know, as as long as McCaffrey is not injured, I think that whatever team he's on, the offense runs through him. Um, and yeah. they've got they've got some really good receivers. Yet. McCaffrey is is the main player there. Yep. Yeah. He uh, um, another podcast that I listened to called him, uh, you know, the new LT, uh, Ladainian Tomlinson. Tomlinson. You know, I mean, he he can do it all. He's you know he's getting six seven targets or more a game, right. putting up seventy receiving yards, rece- receiving touchdown, three scores on the ground. Um, you know he. Could have had a fifth, but they were trying to get uh, use check a touchdown, and then Brock Purdy ran it in, I believe. Um, you know, so uh, you know at that point he could have had an even bigger day. You know, put him over that fifty mark for you know a full PPR league. Um, yeah, he's just, I mean, you know, healthy this year, which has been the you know the the main thing with McCaffrey. So if he stays yep. healthy, he's going to end up just being the the one overall. In yeah, everything I, I, up until <laughs> up until late last year, yeah. I did not want him on yep. on any of my teams, yep. and I made two trades for him: one in the uh, league I've been in for a long time, and the other one in the um, dynasty league. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I had the one and the three pick in my two redrafts. Yeah, Christian, Christian. Yeah, and I think he did. He tie or broke jerry rice's record for consecutive touchdowns with like 13 weeks in a row or something like that so yeah very good yeah that's all you got to say very good (laughs) uh the other team that's on by is the chargers chargers okay sorry about that Uh, i do have one player from that team so um then we have uh david montgomery plus 22.9 he caught both of his targets for 20 yards had 32 rushes for 121 yards Mm -hmm. and three touchdowns and he beat me. <laughs> yeah, well, beat beat you in fantasy and in real life because we're Packers fans. Uh, yeah, they yeah. came out and just. I mean, well, the Jared Goff threw that pick right away, and I was like, oh, sweet, like we got you know right away killing killing any hype the momentum the team had, and then fell apart. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't score do a anything. touchdown. Yeah, so I mean, offense and, was, and then and then you know of course they come back and they they get to that point where they're they're saying oh we're going to get back into this game mm-hmm. and you know yeah, it just didn't happen right well and then you know you blame um walker walker walker, again, walker for the against the yeah Lions. but i don't i don't but, yeah it, we weren't going to win the game yep so yeah yeah everybody's kind of i've been seeing a lot of stuff about him you know who's twice now against the lions it's like well and it's like everyone else said yeah. it would be great if we had 10 quay walkers on the team because yeah. you'd win oh yeah. every week yep uh, next up, we have Nico Collins, uh, plus 22.39, seven of nine re- uh, catches, 168 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, surprising stays, and not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he seems to be Stroud's favorite target. And Stroud's been the best rookie quarterback so far. I mean, he's looked really good. He's right. putting up really good numbers. Well, he's so, yeah. he's so accurate mm-hmm. at throwing. Uh, you know, he, I, I, I actually, you know, I, I drafted him in my, uh, in our, uh, dynasty league. Yep. 
um, with my first round pick mm-hmm. because someone took Smith and Jigba right in front of me, which hasn't been helping at all right no, now. No, long term. Uh, well, although yes. <laughs> I'm not playing C.J. Stroud either, well, yeah. I've got two other quarterbacks that yep. I play in the superflex. But you know, he he's obviously a, a mm-hmm. decent quarterback. He yep. he looks like he's going to be a, a good player. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Houston team's been surprising so far, I right? Mean, they, you know kicked pittsburgh right in the teeth you know they dominated that game which was surprising given pittsburgh's defense you know but their offense couldn't do anything you know i mean houston's been surprising this year you know you have tank dell flashing you know you know he's been pretty solid had a down week um dalton schultz caught a touchdown but it wasn't from stroud it's from Devin Singletary. <laughs> they pulled some oh that's right weird that's double right. pass or you yep. know like uh um like Derrick Henry, you know, this year threw for a touchdown, or this week threw for a touchdown, yep. you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see McCaffrey throw for a touchdown. Didn't he do that one time last week? Catch, run, and throw? Was I that mean, last, last season? Yeah, yeah, I think right that was towards, towards the, the end of the last season. season. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Stefan Diggs, plus 21.18. Mm-hmm. He was 6 of 7 for 120 yards and three touchdowns. Uh it, it seemed like every time he touched the ball, he was in the end zone. Not not that yeah. he was anywhere near the end zone when he was catching mm-hmm. the ball. Uh, but well, yeah, but I think I think his second one, he should have only had two touchdowns. Right. He they drew, had drew drew a pi, um, you know, uh, pass interference. Still caught the ball and ran it. You know, shrugged off a defender. Two ran defenders. it to the end. Two defenders ran it to the end zone. Yeah. So you know, I mean, he also. I think early in the game drew a like 40 something yard, you know, defensive pass interference as well, you know. So he's just he's he's just one of those guys too that's just so good. I mean, I'm a, a huge Diggs fan for fantasy. Um, you know, I mean Gabe Gabe Davis caught a touchdown, but as long as Diggs gets his, I don't get too worried about Gabe Davis. It's when it's yeah. the other way Davis, around that Davis I don't like Davis was three Gabe of Davis. three for 61 in a touchdown. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't huge, but, but you know, that's but still does, solid. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, yeah, wish, so. I wish some of those looks would go to Dalton Kincaid. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got A.J. Brown, plus 20.58. He was nine catches on 13 targets, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, he was, I mean... Th- that game was interesting. They did not look good. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to lose. Right. That offense hasn't looked the same as last. I know they've got a new coordinator and everything, right. but basically all the same pieces aside from Miles Sanders. You know, Dallas Goddard's been objectively bad for fantasy, um, you know, so far. And then A.J. Brown had that really bad week and then was, you know, him and Jalen, you know, competitor just kind of going at each other a little bit and then now he's had two very good weeks in a right. row you right. know i so. enjoy playing him yeah uh our duds first we have joey burrow and it's it's interesting you see a you see a trend here mm-hmm. it's burrow pickett jones Carr, geno smith so it's all quarterbacks mm-hmm. um burrow was minus 13.63 65 yep uh, 20 of 30 for 165 yards, three rushes for one yard. Uh, not going to get it done. No. Yeah, not, he's, he, yeah I, he's been killing me. <laughs> yeah, killing and, me. and I, I'd like, you know, peop, people are saying after, when did he hurt himself? Week one or two, he re-injured. Uh, two, end of week two, two I believe. Yeah. I would have sat him in three and possibly four yep. and then started bringing him back. But, yeah. you know, they've just lost since then and and they don't look like they're together yeah well i mean especially this week you know i being a borough manager you look at at this week they're playing tennessee tennessee's run defense is very good their pass defense not so good yep it's a team that you are supposed to be able to throw on um and very successfully so i was holding out hope this was going to be a an up you know a better week for burrow um you know i wasn't expecting it to be from here on out he's amazing again but just in a in a very plus matchup um you know was expecting that and you know i mean only 10 incompletions i guess is probably about the only bright spot you know right dimly lit spot <laughs> if right. you will but for 165 yards no touchdowns you're hoping I mean, they more. only scored three points they just it it was just bad it, it they looked so bad out there so yeah, yeah I, burrow's a tough 
It, it's it's yeah, interesting that, it's that some situation. of the top teams that you'd expect to be playing well mm-hmm. are not playing that well this year. Yeah, and I mean, and and granted, you know, you look at Philadelphia. Philadelphia has looked off, but they're four zero. Yeah. Yeah, they're winning games. <laughs> right. Right. So um it's it's like I said about, you know, one of the teams in our in our fantasy in one of my fantasy leagues whose running backs are Connor and Jarek McKinnon mm-hmm. and the guy's four and oh. So you can't, you know, obviously he's doing something right mm-hmm. in spite of having no running backs. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Sometimes. <laughs> Next up we've got uh Pickett. 12 uh, minus 12.49 he was 15 of 23 for 114 yards and interception two rushes nine yards again not going to get it done um trubisky came in at the end i i all i saw was was the it must have been of picket getting injured so i didn't i didn't watch any of that game but Yeah. yeah Yeah. So, um, so, you know, we already talked about it. Maybe Trubisky will be playing depending upon the injury. Uh, just, you know, if you're a picket manager, mm-hmm. stay on top of that. Yeah. Next up, we've got Mac Jones, minus 11.78, 12 of 21 for 150 yards, two interceptions, three rushes, seven yards. Another team that you would have thought would be better, and they've just come out and looked horrible. Yeah, I mean, that one too. I mean, Mac Jones is middle tier quarterback they were also in dallas you know and that just i think that was like one of the worst one of the worst losses of belichick's career yeah you know it's just that was a ugly game for new england so and they got the saints this week too so probably another down week uh because that saints defense is very good um yeah i don't see it getting any better no you know nope so Next up, we have Derek Carr, minus 10.79, 23 of 37, 127 yards, two rushes, one yard. Yeah, he shouldn't have. I don't know why he played this week with his shoulder. Um, You know, that, granted, Jameis Winston came in through one pass, and it was a pick. It's Jameis Winston. But you give him the whole game, I think the, the, the outcome would have been different. But the fact that Derek Carr completed 23 passes, but only for 127 yards. Right. That's like, uh, you know, wasn't didn't make it in the studs. I'm sure he was probably just outside a couple spots. But Alvin Kamara, uh, Kamara coming oh, yeah. back. But he had 13 targets and for like all 32 or 32 yeah. or 33 yards. Yeah, that's impossible. Right. That's impossible. Right. You can't. Well, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's like I was thinking when you were saying, you know, Carr had 127 on yeah. 23. It, it's all of those little, you know, the the pitch right in front of yeah. and it yeah. i don't think it was I mean, but there were a lot of obviously a lot of screen plays and a lot of check downs and and everything that yeah, that which, caused it to be so low yeah which you know another person who was probably just outside for the duds was chris olave oh yeah he had yeah. you know for for uh you know what do you uh, have, like my one point team had one point because Derek Carr could not throw the ball downfield right. like i said i i get cars a gritty tough grind it out kind of quarterback but new orleans he, he, why he, he shouldn't have been in that game right they sent him a week you know a week and you get Jameis winston in there who can throw the ball down the field granted he throws picks but it brings another level to your offense you know that was just a stupid decision These, by the team and Derek yeah, Carr well, to the, go out there. the head coaches i mean they sit there and they think that you know, we can't afford to lose this game but can you afford to continue to have your players stay injured potentially mm-hmm. by running them out there before they're ready to play? Yeah. I, I.e. Bengals with Burrow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are teams out there that, uh, I mean, last year, Tua, mm-hmm. after the first oh, concussion, yeah. rushing him back out there, letting him play. You know, start thinking about, you know, again, we're four weeks in. Mm-hmm. Um I'm two and two, three and one, and three zero oh and one. That two and two team is tied for first place right now in our division. Yeah, I'm not. I, I you know, it's not. It's not time to panic. Mm-hmm. It's it's not time to trade everything away. Or and and that's what these guys should be doing too. There's 17 weeks mm-hmm. in the regular season. You win nine or ten, you're more than likely making the playoffs. Yeah. If you hobble through six of those and lose five of them, you're not making the playoffs. 
Yeah, I think for like the Bengals again with Burrow, it's so tough because it really feels like their window for making that push into late season, late playoffs, even Super Bowl potentially is starting to close. Like we said, Joe Mixon looks bad. But if you had taken Burrow out after game two and let him sit for two games. Yeah, the outcome of those games is probably the same. They would have lost, and Burrow would be coming back in another, you know, either this coming week or next week or the week after potentially, hopefully fully healthy or at least 95% healthy. And And make a run at it. Yes. Now you're in the same position you were in two weeks ago. But you have a fully healthy Joe Burrow. But granted, like I said, that team needs some help up front agree <laughs> kind of like new york oh yeah <laughs> the, the giants, giants the giants so have much. have are, yeah. are so horrible up front it's not even i mean so many injuries mm-hmm. uh players were out again mm-hmm. you know additional players went out last night yep. it was it was it was sad to see danny dimes get sacked so many times and they weren't his fault yeah, yeah, Dable getting in his face, chirping at him for throwing an interception. Yeah, I mean, granted, it was a bad pick, but it was. You but know, but he like, also expected the guy to go a different way. Yeah, I mean, I. Yep. It, yeah. It's it's hard to blame that on a quarterback when he makes the read before the guy makes the cut, mm-hmm. and then the guy doesn't cut the way he expected him to. So. Yeah. Let's move on to our, no, we have one more. Geno Smith, minus 10 points, 13 of 20 passing, 110 yards, one touchdown. He got banged up in that game as well. He did. Um, Got kind of rolled up on out of bounds, like pretty far out of bounds. uh, But he was. And then a little little scuffle broke out. But but the tackle was occurring. Yes. It was initiated inbounds. It just just so happens that. The the way that he was tackled was similar to a horse collar. Mm-hmm. Not not that there was anything illegal about the, yep. the tackle. I'm saying that he ended up back on his his ankles and mm. knees being put, pulled back, uh, which is you know it it stretches a lot of things out. Can mm-hmm. run you know can hurt the the both either ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was I think very frustrated. Yeah. He was very upset. Yep and cost his team 15 yards and mm-hmm. sportsmanlike um you gotta be you gotta be smarter than that yeah you really do yep yeah i would just yeah chalk that one up to the getting banged up and being frustrated i mean you know in plus matchups he's still gonna be very good you know for fantasy you know with the weapons they have there you know kenneth walker yet again another touchdown yep. you know i should just keep rolling with Walker as my start of the week until he <laughs> proves otherwise. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the waiver wire. So one of my favorites is Nico Collins, wide receiver of Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he may be on some teams. I'm sure he's. It, again, it depends on how deep your league is, yep. uh, what format you have. Um, but I I like it. Well, obviously Stroud likes him in that offense. Yeah. Stroud looks his way a lot. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got. Jaleel, Jaleel McLaughlin mm-hmm. came in for uh, Javante Williams when he got hurt and had a uh, a monster game. Yeah, I mean, he, looked he had really a really good, good game. You know, that's a guy uh, Sean Payton brings his name up a lot, talks about him. Uh, they brought Pirine in. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't looked like what he did last season with the Bengals. You know, filling in or even coming in on third downs for you know uh, Mixon. Um, so, you know, a guy, if Javante sits, a guy that could be a, a good um, potential, you know, just to start, you know, for a week or two here, you know, to fill in, especially if you got like a buy, uh, you know, you got Eckler on buy or something like that. Or, right. You know, I, I have Rashad White, stuff I like have that. a feeling that he'll be the number one player taken in my 16 team. Oh, for two sure. running back league for in, sure. uh, on waivers this week. Yep. Next up, we've got Michael Wilson, wide receiver from Arizona, who mm-hmm. I actually... I don't remember if I drafted him or I just picked him up after the draft in yep. our dynasty. So he sits on my uh, taxi taxi squad. Yep. Um, no interest in bringing him up yet unless he does that a few more times. But he's obviously getting the looks from Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, and Dobbs has been playing pretty good. I, I'm in a I'm in a situation with Burrow. Right. Granted, they're playing Arizona this week, so Dobbs is playing Cincinnati, who got you know beat up by ryan Tannehill in tennessee yeah you know um 
So I'm in a position thinking, do I pick up Dobbs and stream him and let Burrow prove it? You know, or I'd highly I consider keep, it. You know, I, yeah, that, that's such a weird thing. Dobbs has been playing good. Um, Arizona's got they're a scrappy, gritty, fight it out team. I mean, they're actually you know they they're playing hard. You know, they came out and and shocked Dallas. You know, two right, weeks ago, right. um, played pretty good against San Fran for that first you know half. Even um, you know they're a team that comes out and plays, and and Michael Wilson is uh, you know that's two weeks now has been pretty good had had the two touchdowns this week um right you know uh, uh arizona is a team that everybody was like oh they're gonna be just you know definitely number one oh here comes caleb williams Tank, all this tanking so, for williams yep and now the bears have taken that over and arizona's playing tough you yeah, know the bears are probably the, gonna uh, win a couple more games Bears on the number one and two picks mm-hmm. in the draft uh, yeah. this uh, coming year right now yeah so uh, I, now I the like interesting Wilson, thing yeah. though is that uh burrow is in our uh, top six quarterbacks this week oh, you based said, i on, think it's just matchup <laughs> it's it, just it the matchup be. it could be <laughs> yeah. uh waiver wire next up was yeah. and this is this is a it depends on your league uh Kieran Williams, if he's still available, go get him. Go get him. Yeah. Um, he was obviously he was drafted in in my sixteen teamer mm-hmm. in our dynasty. He's on a team. You know, he for the most part he may be gone. Yeah. But he could be available in in eight ten team. That's so. Yep. Yeah. At least a, take a look. Yeah, he's a he's a guy that if he's out there. Uh, definitely pick him up i mean even last year even still with uh kareem hunt because he was a rookie last year i believe and Mm -hmm. got hurt in preseason and when he was starting to come back the rams were throwing his name a lot they really like him and he's getting tons of volume right now i mean the three touchdowns this week um if you're one of the lucky few fantasy teams out there that has depth at running back and you have kyron williams you know flex or bench even some you know if you have if you're that loaded i would you know we were going to bring him up you know as a sell might as well just start that right now as a sell high candidate um you know or potentially uh we say buy low but you know you go to somebody and be like look cooper cup's coming back probably this week they got puka they got tutu atwell they're gonna you know you're gonna see a lot more of those run through the pass you know kind of plays with cooper cup and and puka and stuff like that so yeah it's it's you know, interesting you try and sell the his usage is going to go down probably more touchdowns to the receiver the receiving core uh tyler higby just got paid he's always a threat in the red zone um you know but on the same same side you go but he's the only running back worth anything in, in L.A., and that counts for something. So he's one of those weird – I think if you have him, you keep him, unless, like I said, somehow you have enough pieces that you can turn him into uh, a a uh, an upgrade at another position. Right. You know, he's he's one of those weird, tough ones, you know, well, that we've and, been talking right, about. Right, right. I mean, you look at with, with Cooper Cup coming back, well, the expectation is that he's coming back. Yep. So let's say that they throw Cooper Cup out there. Van Jefferson loses in that. Oh yeah. Does Puka actually lose in that? I, I I don't know that he does. He may lose some targets. Well, yeah, he's gonna go from twenty targets to fifteen. Okay, <laughs> twelve. And probably. let's say he he yeah. increases his catch percentage because mm-hmm. he's not covered by the one. Yeah. Defender. Would be higher quality receptions. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one of those. You know, I've got him as a sell high. But is he really a sell high? Mm-hmm. Um, he could end up. I mean, he scored his first touchdown. He hadn't scored any touchdowns, and he was still leading the league. Yeah, um, or or close to it. So you 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 have to ask yourself: is is he worth? You know, is is his situation going to remain where it is, or or get a little better? Or is it going to get worse? And if yeah. you think it's going to get worse, then sell them high. Mm-hmm. Because right now, you know, oh, Puka, Puka, I may, yeah, I'll, I'll take Puka. I, yeah. I'll give you, you know, it, people are going to give you pieces for Puka. Yeah. Um, however, like, I, like I've said, you know, we think about it from the perspective of what will impact that. Well, mm-hmm. if you've got uh, Puka on one side and you've got 
Cooper Cup on the other. And now you've got Williams, you know, so they're they're drawing a lot, you know, the safeties don't come down. Yep. And now Kieran Williams is running more then both of them lose. Yeah. So it's it's really a I I don't know that I mean it's I, I guess it's a, a decent problem to have, but I don't yeah. I don't want that problem in yeah. a sense. Also I think too a lot of it hinges on the health of Stafford. He did he's got some hip right. he got a hip yep. contusion. Shouldn't and I didn't and I didn't put him on plane, there because you know, of yeah. right. Shouldn't affect his availability, might affect performance just a little bit, you know, if he's not able to, you know, slide and you know move in the pocket or if he's got to scramble a little bit might hinder that a little bit but you know i mean long term he should be fine but yeah so those rams pieces are all very tough you know you know those top pieces of what you could or what you don't want to do or what you want it you know they're they're all tough because right now they all you know with cup coming back either this week or next week sounds like this week but Again, they haven't really said anything. Right. You know, it's one of those, do I take the gamble and sell high? And, you know, I mean, if you get the right piece, it would probably end up being a wash anyways. But if you use it to upgrade at another position, you know, then it's a plus. But, right. yeah, I mean, all those guys are so tough. You know, right. Kyron and Puka are just, they're so tough on, you're just kind of stuck. It's almost, I, I personally, I just, I'd take a wait and see Instead of just being like, oh shit, I gotta get rid of it, or shoot, but, sorry, I gotta get rid of these guys. But, but yeah. your your ability to sell high is right now. Yes. Yeah. If he has a couple of bad weeks, because Cup is back, your chance of selling at that inflated mm-hmm. value goes away. Yeah. So if you think he's going to stay the same or, or get better because of Cup, yep. then you keep him. Yep. If you don't, then he's definitely a sell high candidate. Yeah. Another one I've got is for the second week in a row is Devonte Adams. He uh, he did well again this week mm-hmm. um, with the backup quarterback. With the backup quarterback, yeah. I just once again I don't I don't foresee it continuing. Um, I, I think I could be wrong. Yeah, again, he's one of those two that um, some whispers always kind of creep out about him getting moved, you know, traded to another team, you know, that could, could be afford huge. him, you know. So he's also one of those that if he has a down week, he slides into the buy low category. But if he has a bigger week, then he's back in favor of, of you know, the Devante manager, you know. So that's kind of a fluid, ever-changing kind of situation there with right. him. But, yeah, as it stands, definitely, I mean, he's just so good, you know. At, you know, he's – he's just so good that's the problem trying to get rid of him you know you yeah again yeah, it's sellers kinda, sellers remorse yes kind of, you know and that's kind of that's what stinks about making trades is because right. you're sitting there and you're like is this the right decision and you don't know until you either make the trade or you don't you know so it's right. you know uh, there's a reason why bj's made one trade in 14 years yeah BJ's only ever made one trade. I don't think he knows what how to spell because the T R A D E <laughs> button is the one he should be hitting. He, he chickens out. Okay. He gets cold feet. Yeah. You sit there and talk trade with him and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally I had to talk him into the trade that he that one trade he made with Isaac and it ended up biting him in the butt because yeah. it was the Kyle Pitts. And the the last couple of weeks where he did horrible after he had that huge beginning, his rookie year, and then didn't work out so he's like i'm never trading again (laughs) yeah i am i am a big proponent of trading um i tend to trade every year Mm -hmm. in as many leagues as i can i you know i sometimes you got to do it sometimes you just have to be you know let's let's try something new Mm -hmm. now i'm usually a two-for-one trader so i'm giving two getting one so i mean Proving one area mm-hmm. and you know giving two guys who additively are better than the one player but yeah. by themselves are not better than the one player yep. so yeah. it's the way i've always done it yep. last uh, sell high is justin fields i know you're saying justin fields who the heck would want justin fields had a great game this past weekend as a passer as well as a passer he- didn't go over 50 yards rushing and didn't score a rushing touchdown. It was all through the air. Four passing touchdowns and uh, 
what 300, 300 something yards, some yards. But the, so that's that's where the i think the sell high makes sense because you have to sit there and ask yourself is that justin fields is figuring out the passing game or is it that two weeks in a row now denver has been just completely abused on the defensive side yeah you know is that in our in our mind it's probably it's probably the latter (laughs) yep um it's that they play denver but if you can find someone out there and and again it be a salesman it's you know what gosh he he looks like he really turned the corner he's going to be not only does he have the capability to run Mm -hmm. He can throw the ball, yeah. and he throws it well. And if you can sell someone on that, by all means, do it. Because might be able to, if you believe in him, and that he'll turn it around and get healthy. Uh, you go find the Burrow manager and say, "Hey, Burrow stinks so far. Fields had a good game, figuring it out. Has that rushing upside, which Burrow does not." You know, I mean, Justin Fields is—he's gonna have huge games like this. You know, right. every, you know, it, it's gonna happen. Um, whether it's consistent, probably not. Uh, you know, because that's a weird situation in Chicago as well. You know, if they keep losing, do they move off of Justin Fields already, or do they sit him down? Or my, my you know, buddy, is it going to be a coaching change? My buddy from Chicago again? says, no matter who they bring in at quarterback, there they're going to ruin them. Yeah, I think so, I think that needs an entire purge, ownership, front I, office. I, I think everything. my buddy Phil they would agree move with you to that 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 new location. Start fresh. I know there's all the history at Soldier Soldier Field and the Bears organization and uh, the McCaskies, right? Yep. You know, I know there's all that history, but. If you truly want to turn it around for Chicago, figure out a way to wipe it all clean. Yeah. Agreed. Good luck, but that's what it would take. <laughs> so did we hit all of our... I don't think we did we our buy lows. We didn't do yeah. our buy lows. So yeah. our buy lows, uh, first off is uh, T. Higgins, and I'll throw probably, Joey Burrow in with him. Especially with the Higgins rib injury, probably get him like 75% off right now. And just how bad the Bengals have been. Yeah, you can yeah. probably get them fairly cheap. Yeah, I'm 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 making an effort. Yeah. Um, I've been making an effort for three weeks because he's been playing poorly, mm-hmm. and we'll see if uh, I'm I'm trying to trade with that GM that has uh, Connor and and uh, McKinnon mm-hmm. as his two starters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, granted, you know my my running backs beyond my two starters. I've got Acres and. Uh, and uh, Philadelphia Gainwell. Yep. So at least they're a step up or a potential step up from McKinnon. Yeah. You can't count on McKinnon from week to week, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I would go with trying to get either of those two, and yep. you should be able to, you know, get those owners to to think, you know, you're in a bad spot. Yep. I'll take a chance. I'll take your garbage. Mm-hmm. You take mine. Yeah. Um, the last one is Ramondre Stevenson. Yep. He has not looked good yet this year. Um, it, it's funny because I drafted him as my second running back. Yes. I think I picked him in the third round. Which at that point was not a steal, but a good value in the third round. Yeah, that was the 30, that league, 30 Especially pick. in that league, you know. Right. Um, he just hasn't hasn't the, done anything. Yeah, the, Their passing the usage game has is been, there. I mean, he's still dominating you know the backfield touches you know they came out you know of course i think it was just belichick trying to do mind games with dallas and then dallas came and punched him right in the mouth so it didn't matter but you know they came out and like zeke's gonna see starter level you know opportunities this week and it was like 14 carries to six you know for in Ramondre's uh, favor so um i mean he's got they've got uh new orleans and then i believe a bye after that um, if I'm thinking correctly. So, you know, if he comes out, maybe it's one other matchup and then a bye. So if he comes out next week or this week, New Orleans run defense is one of the best in the leagues, uh, you know. and Right, so if he comes huge out, expectations. Yeah, if he comes out and, you know, duds or is kind of meh again, he's definitely a guy that you could probably go and, and, you know, in the right situation, you know, if he's not, the primary running back on that roster, you know, for the fantasy manager, 
you find out what they need and you send them right. a piece or, you know, two, kind of like you, two for one, you know, some some other pieces to help fill out, you know, that roster for that manager. And you might be able to get him because rest of season he's got a pretty front running back friendly um, schedule. So, right. you know, potentially, you know, late in the season making a push could, could really help you if you're able to wrangle him. Exactly. Away. Exactly. So we move on to our loser of the week. And uh, I don't know if you've had anyone yet that you've I, noticed. Yeah, I didn't even take a peek. Um, in one of our leagues, it's actually the same league that <laughs> the person played um, Acres two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. A different player decided to leave Austin Eckler in <laughs> their, I think it was their flex position. Yep. And uh, again, I, I, I ask why. Why are you not paying attention to your roster on a week-to-week basis you know it, it takes it literally takes five or ten minutes to find out if people are in or out yeah beforehand and i think eckler was ruled out well in advance of the game yeah i mean there was some some talk of him coming back this last week and then got downgraded probably at least the day before at least you know right you would imagine so yeah you know <sighs> Yeah, I agree. You just got to pay attention. That's one of my pet peeves too. Is yeah. when somebody just doesn't well, pay attention or well, and it know, it can yeah. impact games. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the last thing I want to do is have someone get a bye week because yeah. someone isn't playing and uh, uh, anyone in that position. Yeah, an optimal lineup, right? Yeah. I mean, granted, uh, no one. Uh, well. I shouldn't say no one because every once in a while you'll hit an optimal lineup. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, you still try. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you're shooting for. You're trying to get all of the points that you can out of your team. And it may let you win a game. Yep. So you, my friend, are our loser of the week. <laughs> so we did want to mention that there's a, a Thursday game, obviously, yep. Chicago at Washington. Um, but could be an interesting game. Could be. Uh, my friend uh, from Illinois is actually coming up, and uh, we're going to do some camping this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we'll Should probably watch it Thursday about. night. <laughs> have plenty to talk about. <laughs> oh, it, it, I don't. I don't think he'll want to talk about it. So, yeah. um, and then Sunday a.m. Jacksonville stays over in uh, the other half of the world <laughs> and plays against uh, Buffalo. Yeah, and they same thing, you know, against uh, that was Atlanta. You know, look kind of flat. Lawrence hasn't looked that great. Uh, Ridley the last couple of weeks has not been, you know, what he was week one. It's it's not time to panic yet on Calvin Ridley. He'll be fine. Um, you know, Christian Kirk has been kind of the guy. Uh, same with they got Evan Ingram really involved in that second mm-hmm. half. I mean, they were drawing up plays for him. Um, you know, so I think they'll be okay. You know, they. You know, with Buffalo, like we said, their run defense isn't all that it's cracked up to be. I did hear some whispers about Von Miller making a comeback pretty soon here because yep. um, I think he tore his ACL last year. Um, so I don't think it'll be this week, but going forward, Buffalo, you know, defense will probably get a little boost. Um, right. I mean, but granted, Buffalo did hold, you know, 70-point Miami to 20-something points, I 20. believe. 20. So, you know, I mean, they're they're – an okay defense, uh, but should be interesting. I think ETN will have a, a decent game. Um, probably Engram again, but you know that'll probably go Buffalo's way pretty, pretty healthily again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so front yeah, runner <laughs> Buffalo <Agreed>. Bills. <laughs> uh, so because we're not going to have a, a Friday podcast, we're going to do our picks of the week uh, today, mm-hmm. and we will not be doing a uh, love them, leave them, flip them, love yep. them, flip them, leave them. Yeah, whichever way it goes. So our picks of the week, uh, QB, the top six ranked are Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Lamar Jackson, and Joey Burrow. So I decided to go with Richardson versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, Tennessee has a decent defense, yep. but Richardson can bring it from two different ways. You know, you, you yeah. get a, a running quarterback it uh, it changes things um, mm-hmm. for you know a defense. Yeah, I mean they came out. You know the Rams put up like twenty twenty one on them. It was like twenty one to zero or twenty to zero. You know 
going into the second half, I believe, and then they kind of came alive. And, right. uh, you know, yeah, Richardson just gets that boost with that rushing upside, you know, with the touchdowns. Right. Um, you know, it was, you know, I mean, Pittman it didn't have that great of a game, you know, uh, just some some errant throws, you know, some some bad targets, you know, or low quality targets from Richardson. So, you know, and like we talked about, you know, with with Burrow dudding against Tennessee, they're a, a pass funnel, you know, um, team. So, you know, hopefully, maybe see a little bit more of that cannon that Richards Richardson's yeah. got. I mean, that dude can he can throw that i mean he can sling that sucker. yes he can um so yeah i like it you know with like you said with just the up pure upside of the rushing you know i think he's gonna end up right. being you know season long being you know him and stroud are gonna end up being one and two or one yeah for rookies and top 12 quarterbacks at the end of the season for very fantasy, possibly even yeah. so um i'm going for a get right game in uh jordan love uh versus uh homer yep <laughs> well against the raiders uh if you want to get right game, that's a defense to target. Uh, you know, you got Watson back fully healthy, hopefully. Uh, Aaron Jones fully healthy. I mean, he, you know, they were on a you know, snap count. You know, everybody what after it, that game, I just hear, you know, what are you, they don't know how to use Aaron Jones and all this. And it's like, well. You, you know. shouldn't have expected him to play much. Yeah. In reality, coming you know. back from the injury. Yeah. So, you know, you know same with Watson. I mean, Watson was okay last week because he ended up with that touchdown right but you know not a lot of yardage um but with the touchdown so you know i just think with some pieces coming back i mean granted bakhtiari's on that, ir that which line is horrible i think bakhtiari you know we've talked about that he needs to we got to get rid of him i think he's can't afford to which sucks because you can't afford to get rid of him this yeah. year because all of uh i believe all of the uh uh cap for next year, the the dead money comes into this year if we uh, uh, drop him or he retires. Gotcha. So, I mean, whatever. Next year, do what you. I mean, it's just rip yeah. the bandaid off. Kind of same with Rogers, where we we're you know kind of stuck with you. Rip the bandaid off. You don't want to wait too long, which seems like we might have waited too long. Yeah. The interesting because, thing is yeah. that they don't give uh, Yosh Nyman a chance to play. Yeah, and he's been around for a couple of years, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. he was you know. their main guy filling yeah. in for at left tackle mm-hmm. all the times that, you know, the last two, over the last one and a half years yep. when uh, Bakhtiari wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So to see Rasheed Wallace in there instead, um, you know, I, I don't dislike Rasheed Wallace, no. but they gave four or five million dollars to Yash Nyman mm-hmm. to remain as the backup left tackle. Our left tackle is out. He's and he's not playing. Backup. Yeah, <laughs> he's not that playing. Right, ta- you know, it's yeah. it's just it, it kind of confused me. Yeah. So, so. Um, that I, that's the one thing that scares yes. me right yes. now. Especially I mean, with Max it, Crosby lining up against right. the backup. It's yeah. not it's not as bad as like the Giants or possibly mm-hmm. Cincinnati's uh, offensive line. Yeah, but it's getting there because yep. they've. I mean, you've got two All Pro guys off of the left mm-hmm. end. And then another guy got hurt, and I mean, it's just it's yeah. a mess when you don't have anyone to play out there. Yep. So moving on to running back, we've got obviously McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. I'm going to say it the right way, Devon Achan. Yep. Uh, Mostert, Achan and Mostert are both on there. Jacobs and Kieran Williams or Kyron or yeah. So I am going to go, not Bijan, like I did last week. I, I laughed. I saw you had to write it out all the, all the I way. I did, so because I probably forget. would have confused myself by having B. Robinson there. Yep. But it's Brian Robinson playing versus the Bears. Yep. The Bears are a bad defense. Just gave up, was it two touchdowns to McLaughlin, I believe? Yep. Yeah, so, you know, a backup, and, backup running right. back. But and yeah. and it, it seems like no second back there mm-hmm. um gibson gets not, a few carries but if he fumbles he gets benched and yeah he's got and he fumbled last week. um butterfingers so yeah I mean, yeah Robinson's so brian robinson the dude. is the the yeah. guy there and i just think going against the chicago defense that could be a monster game yeah yep i, I totally monster. agree i like it because he weeks one and two put up monster games yeah. you know so he's definitely got he's capable of doing it um 
just need the howl to play a little better to take some pressure off of you know brian robinson and that often that line as well because howl hasn't been that great you know look pretty thing. good against yeah philadelphia this past well, yeah, weekend but i mean know. they they were beating philadelphia mm-hmm. yeah, and so. easily could have won that game yep so yeah i know i like agree matchups there usage is there he's a he's a good running back um i'm gonna chase some points here um a lot of chasing a lot of points i'm going uh montgomery from detroit against carolina um hoping for a repeat yep uh you know there's looking back to even last you know you look at last year with the bears or sorry not the bears the lions we were just talking about the bears the lions they've got a big workhorse body type running back granted we know jamal's not a workhorse running back but he's you know that size you know has a nose for the end zone and then you've got the smaller more explosive if you will you know uh big playability running back you know like they had deandre swift who couldn't stay healthy but now they got jameer gibbs who there's you know obviously fantasy managers are very pissed off (laughs) at detroit but you know montgomery's putting these stat lines it just kind of seems like that's the way detroit is you know they have these two guys but it seems like the just the physically bigger of the two is the one who is benefiting more on the fantasy side of it so you know against carolina you know with uh, bryce young they're kind of struggling a little bit you know offensively lions could get up two touchdowns three touchdowns and then you know and even when they get up i mean you saw against green bay montgomery ends with 32 carries right you know there's a potential he gets 20 plus carries again this week, which, you know, and that offensive line for Detroit is so good. They're yeah. very good offensive line. So I think he's just the usage and the matchup is there. I think he could have another gigantic week. I agree. I agree. Um, let's move up to the wide receivers. We've got Tyreek Hill. We've got Devonte Adams. We've got Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. The only one who surprises me in there is Cooper Cup because he hasn't played this year. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. I am going to go A.J. Brown versus the Rams. Mm -hmm. Um, A.J. Brown has been putting up some big numbers. I, you know, Philadelphia wins with A.J. Brown. Yeah. And, I mean, Hurts, yes, he can run those those short touchdowns, but A.J. Brown is the big yardage guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, they do a lot with their running backs too. Yeah, I just see going against LA. It's it's you know it it should be a closer game. So I think they're going to need to stay with the pass. And yeah. I'm hoping that Jalen Hurts at least is back to his you know a little bit back to his normal self. Yeah, I mean that was the formula last year for the Eagles. Those big you know one off. 40 plus yard throws that turn into touchdowns right you know super efficient at scoring you know that was like i said that was their formula last year getting up big and then just front running and maintaining the second half so you see a lot more of the you know deandre swift you know so um but yeah i mean aj brown he's just when he's when he has a game like that there's nobody that can i mean he just can't be stopped and he's such a big guy too that even if he catches a seven yard slant not a lot of people want to stick their neck in and try and make a tackle on right. him because he's just so he's tough to bring down. So yeah, I mean, I, I I love watching AJ Brown too because he's one of those one of those guys that you just could break something or a long touchdown or right, you know high right. point a ball over a DB in the back of the end. Like he's just he's fun to watch. So. He is. Um, I uh, kind of looking through figure maybe a little more not i wouldn't call it a dart throw but a guy who missed a week and then came back and wasn't that great because of the blowout um but i'm going jalen waddle against the giants um the giants are going to have a tough time on defense this could be another high scoring game for miami uh, especially from them getting pushed around by buffalo they're going to come in pissed off blow off some steam on this team and you know if you're the Giants, you know you got to try and contain, stop to what you can, but you can't stop them for Tyreek Hill, and I think that's going to leave Waddle. Well, um, and, and H.N. And, and, and Mostert. You know, so I, 
either Waddle's going to have three catches for 40 yards or he's going to have four catches for 110 and a touchdown. Right. I, that's, I feel like that's going to be kind of his you know, well, potential. And, and they've already shown that you know, they're not against putting up 70 points on a team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not against putting up 70 points on a team, well, yeah. they're going – I mean, granted, a lot of that was – I mean, you had four and four touchdowns. Yeah. Out of yeah, your that was crazy running backs. Yep. That that doesn't happen very often. Yep. So, excuse me. So you know, it at least they you know that they'll throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they're willing to do whatever it takes to get up, and they keep their starters in for the most part, and they'll crush you yep. if they have to. Yeah. Moving on to tight end, we've got Kelsey Andrews, who had a huge week this past yep. week. Thank you, Kittle, Taysom Hill, who's still hasn't impressed me much yeah. cole Komet and hawkinson so i am a repeat performer <laughs> i went with laporta again uh i i just love and i said it last week yeah. I, I think he is one of those you know the he, he's in the mold of kelsey andrews uh Hawkinson yeah yeah. they're they're going to utilize him a lot he's Mm -hmm. going to be a top five tight end for the next 10 years yeah I think even next year if he keeps doing what he's doing I think next year he's going to end up as I think you'll still have Kelsey Andrews Hawkinson and then I think it's going to be Laporta yeah you know very well that's the way I think a lot of drafts are going to go you know or somebody taking a shot on a second year bigger breakout out of Laporta over a Hawkinson who right. Vikings could have a change potentially at quarterback who know, you know, that that's a kind of a, you know, it's something to monitor too. But yeah, I mean, Laporta has been great, right. Good targets, good value targets. Amon Ra's getting healthy, you know, from the, from the toe. So he draws a lot of, you know, and like I said, this could be a game where Detroit gets up a couple touchdowns. And if one goes Laporta's way, or he just, you know, a lot of, targets and yardage you know i mean he's been solid you right. know if you you know like you get lucky and you draft kelsey or andrews and you took laporta late or picked him up you know he's a a trade away you know sell high as well you right. know if you, if you have the means to um you know yeah he's like so he's just been very very good so far so um i'm going with a guy that gets a lot of targets uh he does been in the league a long time it's a name everybody has either love him or hate him it's zach Ertz against cincinnati I, I, I think he may be leading the league in targets right now yeah he, for tight ends. he had like 30? 10 one week and like he's averaging like i think like seven six or yeah. seven targets yeah, i think a week. he has 30 like, targets yeah. so far through four yeah you know and like i said this is a bengals team that gave up 27 points to well derrick henry but you know Ryan Tannehill. I mean, they were moving the ball fairly well against Cincinnati. You know that that defense is getting. You know they're out on the field a lot, so they're tired and getting worn down. You know that's kind of what happened with the the Browns against the Ravens. You know the Browns offense couldn't move the ball. Defense is out there. And the Browns have a really good defense, but Ravens were able to take advantage because they're tired and you know so you spend a lot of time out there and you make mistakes but right so i think uh Ertz, like i said the arizona's been surprisingly tough and playing yeah playing good for that you know really well actually for well, that roster well you and you, you know? look at the fact that they beat dallas yeah i mean dallas has looked good what every week but one pretty much yeah <laughs> i so, mean they made the giants look terrible they yeah. made the, you know who did they just play um san fran san no 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 who did they just arizona or dallas dallas uh new england New England, yep. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I, think, uh, I, I, I'm actually trying to get Ertz, yeah. uh, and I'm going to try and play him instead of uh, Kincaid this week. Yeah, so, I think especially in a PPR, even half point. I mean, at, at all, just because he gets all those targets, right? But especially in half point and full. Um, by weeks, everything coming up, you know, starting to cycle through, you get, you know, he's a guy like, I, you know, whatever Andrews goes on by, if he continues this, he's, he's a potential target, you know, for a streamer, if he's still out there, you know, I mean, he's, he's got value, you know, cause they are, they're slinging the ball, you know, Dobbs is playing good. They're throwing it, you know, right. you know, you got 
maybe an emergence of Michael Wilson to take some pressure off the, the, you know, the middle part of the, of the defense, you know, which is where Ertz has always excelled. So I think he's got a chance here against a, a stru- very badly struggling Cincinnati team. And Agreed. I, you know, Arizona might take this one and <laughs> win against the Bengals. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me actually <laughs> no. at all right yeah. now with the way that, uh, the Bengals have been playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, if they beat, if they can beat Dallas, mm-hmm. they can easily beat oh, yeah. Cincinnati when Cincinnati is not playing well. Yep. So, yep. so that's all we've got for this week. Yep. Um, hope you either listen in or watch the show yep. on YouTube. Uh, otherwise, I am Ozzy and I'm Austin. Have a great one. Bye. Mm-hmm.